This is Seattle Sports Diaries Podcast. Now, here is your host, Mike, and the rest of the SSD gang. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to a brand spanking new episode of Seattle Sports Diaries. I am your host, Mike, and as you can see, whoops, I'm pointing to. I'm here. There we I'm, go. I'm here. Got it right I'm there. Here. I have to. I have to get the pointing correctly. Uh, we got Roman right there, and of course, we got uh, his dog doing his uh, weekly. Rocky's cameo. always here. Mwah. Always Good doing boy. his weekly cameo. Um, yeah, it's kind of a weird uh, starting point. Uh, we're not starting with Mariners Talk today. I'm actually going to be doing the Mariners Talk uh, near the end of this podcast. But uh, to begin this show, both me and Roman, we had to jump on here. And Roman, we're one and zero. We're one and zero. That's yes. you know, just like Russell Wilson always said, you got to go one and zero. And yes, I'm quoting Russell Wilson. Just mere fucking days before. I was going to say, I don't think you can do that today. Why I don't, don't you quote you, Dub? Was my, my mentality is go one and zero every day. Better, much better. There you go. I like it. I like it. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, forty-five to twenty over Kent State. You know, it was. Uh, you know, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I was absolutely right in saying that they would cover the spread that week. I was actually right. I was spot on for that one. So I was really happy that they covered the spread. I didn't. I didn't really. Uh, bet on the game. I don't really bet on a lot of games, but you know, I'm kind of seeing maybe start doing parlay bets for MLB. I'm trying to find the spread for you for tomorrow. Oh, goody. He's got the spread for tomorrow. I'm, I'm looking of, for it. Usually it's speaking right of here which, in front of me. Speaking of which, both me and Roman will be at the game. Roman's going to be on the sideline, of course, so he'll rub that in my face. I'll be in the Yeah, stand. I will. <laughs> Lucky bastard. He gets the media pass. Media passes are just the best thing in the world. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm willing to bet that they are. And he just, again, he's just salivating in the fact that he gets to be on the sidelines. Oh, yeah. It's the it's the best, like, hour and a half of my week where I just get to sit there. I shoot the shit with my guys. I'm taking pictures. I'm, you know, just making connections. I'm doing everything under the sun. Ah, oh, it's the best. It's Seriously, like one of my, my my favorite times of the year. Okay, well, I got a question for you. Yes. How's your Red Sox postseason hopes looking? Doesn't matter. Brian Bayo's pitching today. Damn it! I was, hoping, I was hoping that would. I was hoping that would kind of like I, for the moment. I want them to lose every single game for the rest of the year. Because they're not going to make the playoffs, so they might as well. Who cares? No, they're not. They're really not. I mean, it's. It's like watching the it's like watching the American it's like watching the American League East version of the Angels for God's sakes. Let's see, watch this. I know exactly how to put this, and I know exactly what's going to happen. Uh, today, I am watching the best young pitcher in the game of baseball. Who's that? Brian Bayo is on the mound for the Red Sox right now, oh, and he great. looks amazing. Guy is twenty three right. years old. All right. Well, um. <laughs> Before we get back into more talk like that, let's go ahead and talk about this. 45 to 20 over the Kent State Golden Flashes. First of all, hell of a name, by the way. The Golden Flashes. That's that's incredible. By the end of the first quarter, it was 21-7. Yep. So could we actually say that the game was technically in hand after the first quarter? I'm a Patriots fan. I cannot say that. 28-3 28 to 3 still happened. <laughs> that I thought that game was over 21 to 7. So Oh yeah. Or no, excuse I, me, 21 nothing. I, I, I mean it, I mean and uh, by halftime it was 31 to 13, so basically yep. it was done. That see that point I was like, yeah, this is probably over. But I will say there was a lot of great things that I saw. There are a lot of things that are kind of like, oh, there there are some questions that I still yeah, have about this I mean, team. There was there was a lot of things that I was a little concerned with. And I think before we 
we kind of let me, let me hear them and I will address them accordingly. I would like to talk about the positives first. I want to talk about the positives and I'm going to no, just no no no. See, we if we start on a bad note, there's nowhere to go but up. Why do you why do you have to make points like this? Why are you making me out to, making me look stupid <laughs> on the on my own show? Jesus, is that why you brought me on? I thought that's why I was here. No, you were brought on because you because you were the Huskies expert, and and Trevor isn't is away uh, until he can uh, actually take your place again. No, I'm just kidding. No, but so really, the one negative about this uh, about this game was definitely the secondary. Um, the secondary had some, had some issues, not too many issues. So that's actually not uh, what I thought you were going to say. Okay, but uh, also there, there were there were two things that I saw. One was the uh, the coverage by the secondary, and the second was the pass rush, because they did not get to the quarterback as many times as I thought they would. So I will start with that one because I was also surprised with with the lack of sacks. I, my my five sack bold prediction did not come true. I've got another good one for this week. Oh, hang on a second. Oh, one more thing. One more thing. I, yeah. I, I I hate to interrupt you. So one more thing that I saw was a big negative that really needs to get cleaned up. That special teams needs to get cleaned up. Yes, I agree. That's the big one. So I mean, you know, look, we can we can talk about the secondary because you know they did give up those big plays, but but you know, luckily for them, you know, the the Huskies weren't up enough to where it wasn't that big a deal but but you can see that the secondary does need some work so also go ahead last year we watched trent mcduffie go 21st overall in the nfl draft we watched kyler gordon go i believe 38th overall in the draft we watched two guys that went top 40 in the nfl draft playing at corner not only is a drop-off going to have to be expected from that, but you have to keep in mind that this is a very different scheme that are being that is being played. You know what? Yeah, you're you're absolutely right about that. I mean, this is this is a completely different scheme. Again, we did lose Kyler Gordon, we did lose Trent McDuffie, um, two guys, of course, who you know get in top fifty picks in the NFL draft. I mean, when you when you lose two guys like that, you're going to have some issues with the secondary. But again. The, the the Huskies had two games to clean it up, or you know they they can they can definitely clean it up against Portland State. I can absolutely I can definitely see it um, because again we we got a we got a week away till Michigan State. That's going to be a very very big big game for the for the Washington Huskies because again that'll be something that the Huskies can show that hey you know we're we're definitely different than last year. Because, absolutely, you know. Look, do I have high hopes for this Husky team this year? Absolutely, I do have some high hopes. I mean, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest. For all of the, <laughs> I, I, I hate, I hate that, I hate to say this, I really do. But to all the, the delusional Husky fans out there who are saying college football playoffs, ah, uh, those, those, if, the, if I find those people in my mentions, I will call them out. Um, <laughs> Look, look, do I, do I want the Huskies to go to the college football playoffs? Absolutely. Hey, and if, they, if they beat Michigan State, we do. If they beat Michigan State, 12-0, playoffs, I don't care. Let's do this. No, I'm kidding. Could you imagine um, if, if Michael Penix Jr. actually led the Huskies to a national title? Hey, I, wa- I want to shout out my guys, Alex Katzen and Ben Glassmeyer, because last Saturday they said it's time to start a conversation. Michael Penix for Heisman. It is time to start the conversation. (laughs) Hey, if he does what he did last week, who's going to beat him? Um, You're absolutely right. You're absolutely oh, and and okay. There's the banner right there. I honestly wasn't expecting it. I I'm not going to lie. I actually put a timer on it, and I thought it was thought it was due here in a couple minutes. But as you can see right there on the banner, be sure to subscribe to our other YouTube uh, channel, BS Commentaries. Follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google. We just put out a new episode today. Both me and K-Hart did Red vs. Blue Season 2. And we're going to do Season 3 Keep on going. Yeah, and I I hate to get off. I hate to get off topic, but um, if you actually listen to the podcast, both me and K-Hart, we sound so fucking bored. Because (laughs) the the reason is is because I think Season 2 is the laziest out of all the Blood Cold Chronicle seasons. But... 
we are getting into season three. One of my very favorite episodes. Season one of my very, I think season five is my, my probably my, my all-time favorite. So uh, at the end of that podcast, I did a ranking of all five Blood Gold Chronicles seasons. And uh, K-Hart said I was actually spot on. So I went from one to five, being one the best, five the worst. Five, four, three, one, two. I like that. I can get on board with that. All right. As long as I got your, as long as I got a lot of other people's approval, I'm fine with that. By the way, I also want to note that here at Seattle Sports Stars, we talked about this. We are doing a giveaway on Twitter. And here's the giveaway. This is for only UW and Wazoo fans. We posted a tweet earlier today. You can go down the timeline. Tweet hashtag Purple Rain or Go Dogs as a response tweet. Or if you're a Coog fan, tweet Go Dogs. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, they definitely should. Uh, I agree. No, they definitely should. Uh, but, uh, but tweet Go Cougs, and you will be entered for a chance to win two tickets to this upcoming Apple Cup. I like it. And uh, here's the thing. If you sit in a bad here's the thing. Look, I'm going to be looking out for the tickets. I will be looking out for tickets because there's plenty of tickets out there. But wherever you sit, don't bitch about it. That's all I have to say about it. <laughs> if they're free tickets, you can't. You got no right. Well, well also, here's the thing. Um, we're just providing the tickets because uh, I had a conversation with Roman about this. Um, the fact that we're only providing tickets. We're not providing the gas money or the air flight. You got to get over there yourself. <laughs> but um, no, I actually like that. I actually like the fact that we are doing this giveaway because why not? I mean, it's 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 something that's fun, something that's really oh, that's going to get fans a lot. So anyway, getting back to this Husky game. So yes, you were talking about uh, the the quarterback pressure. There was really not a lot of quarterback pressure in this game, and I was so, no, very. I- I disagree. There was. They just didn't hit home. And the one thing that I'll say that was something that uh, Kalen DeBoer talked about after the game that kind of became a big talking point of um, of just Husky Twitter was Colin Schley, the Kent State quarterback, was surprisingly elusive. Like, I didn't... I, I will admit, I'll be the first person to say I didn't watch a ton of Kent State film just because I'm really busy with other things. And um, that's not necessarily the first priority on my mind. But... Uh, Colin Shelley was incredibly elusive and outside really of, won. yeah, I was, it was incredibly impressive outside of Dorian Thompson Robinson, who the, the Huskies will face on September 30th. Um, the, he's probably the most elusive quarterback they're going to see this season. So that's not necessarily something I would be concerned with. And now that they've seen it, now that they kind of know what to look for, I feel like it's going to be way better. So that's not something I would be concerned about. And then going no. back to going back to the secondary, not only because we were talking about the different scheme, um, not only is it more aggressive, they're playing a little, more guys a little bit closer to the line of scrimmage, which the biggest impact is with that is the safeties. The safeties are not playing 25 yards off the ball anymore, thank God, because that was the dumbest, most annoying thing, and Jimmy Lake had the worst answers for that when you asked him about it. Um not only is there that, like, so the, the corners are basically tested one-on-one. Uh, Dante Cephas, one of the, the the guys for Kent State who made most of the big plays, he is uh, actually really nasty. Um, there was, I, I, I was, I, when I was going back and doing some research, I was looking at uh, 2021 stats, and he had 1,200 yards last year. Like, he was one of the top wow. receivers in the country. Oh, yeah. Like, he was that, he was that dude. Like, he's really good. So, obviously, they're going to face more good receivers. Obviously, they're going to have to scheme for them a little bit differently. But the thing about Kent State that um, was also really impressive, because the big thing that I took away from it was they were still giving up big chunk plays against the run, which was the one thing that I personally wanted to see get cleaned up after last season. But Kent State, third in the uh, in the NCAA last year in rushing yards behind a couple of service schools it's army and air force like army all the way baby really really good scheme against the run there were some very impressive plays that i saw on saturday so this yeah, is no, not don't get me wrong like said, um not a pushover by any means 
Yeah. So I want to talk now some positives. I, I think we should talk Please. positive because as you I said, I have so many. Oh my god. Um, first play of the season. First Pick. fucking play of the season. Awesome. Asa Turner awesome. picking off the ball has two interceptions in this game. First of all, I love Asa Turner. I think he's one of the one of the better safeties in the Pac-12. Um, and the fact that he was was able to make uh, not just one but two interceptions was really impressive. Uh, by the way. I know who this is. <laughs> That's my dad. That's my dad. He is he is an Army veteran, so uh, yes, beat Navy. <laughs> but no, I, I love Dave Turner, the fact that he was able to make uh, those two plays. He didn't really see a lot of, he didn't really get a lot of tackles out there, but you know, I, the, the positive is that, you know, he was making good plays out there. He was able to, you know, in coverage, he was really good. I want to say that. He was really good in coverage. He's come but, a very long way. And he's so much bigger than he was. Like, even last year, dude is rocked up. I really am hoping... So, I will be at Husky Stadium tomorrow. Um, let's say about 11, 11.30 or so. Hopefully, I don't know what time the gates are open, but uh, I'm hoping to meet a couple of the guys on that team because that would be really cool. Uh, Asa is one of them because... I have really high hopes for him. Oh, really absolutely. Um, another positive in this, I I think we need to mention the big three. We need to mention the big three in the wide receiver category. Jalen McMillan, Rome Odunze, and Taj Davis. Can't forget Jalen uh, Polk in that conversation. Either. You know what? I, I, I'm going to go ahead. Yes, you're absolutely right. I will not forget Jalen Polk. So, McMillan, McMillan, five catches, 87 yards, two touchdowns. Adunze, seven catches, 84 yards, one touchdown. Tosh Davis, three catches, 72 yards, a touchdown. And Polk, three catches, 45 yards. So one thing that it's all, all of that is phenomenal, but I'm going to one-up it a little bit. So first of all, Rome, probably my favorite player on the team. Uh, career high in yards for him. Shout out to him for that. Uh, Revenge but also, score. to take it, take it a step further, 10 guys caught a ball last Saturday. 10. I like I was surprised when four dudes caught a ball last year. So it's it's just such it's such a refreshing turnaround. Uh and one guy that I really want to highlight on this offense, I wrote about it earlier this week on realdog.com. Go check it out. Um I called him one of my surprising X factors of the 2022 season is uh Nebraska transfer Will Nixon. Mm. Will Nixon played running back in high school. Nebraska wanted him to play wide receiver. UW, I remember um, I talked to somebody in the recruiting department when he was on his official visit. They said, yeah, we want him to do both. And I was like, oh, that's interesting because he's listed as a wide receiver in one spot, listed as a running back in another. What? What really is he? And he's both. He, yeah. he truly is both. <laughs> he is surprisingly, like, he's got a surprising burst out of the backfield. Uh, the dude can take handoffs. He can catch the ball and... He is just really exciting to watch. And him and Giles Jackson, basically, if, if you put both of them in the backfield, that's that's an unguardable formation right there. I love that. And that's discounting that my favorite running back in the room is Cameron Davis. And I think that he has the potential to be one of the best backs in the Pac-12. Yeah, um, no no doubts there. No doubts there at all. Uh Wayne Tulapapa, though, uh, need to give oh, him a quick awesome. shout out. 11 carries, 57 yards, a touchdown. Uh, absolutely was a great run. He, he broke off some good runs in this game. But the biggest story of this game, and I'm so happy because Washington finally has its quarterback, Michael Penance Jr., 26 for 39, 345 yards. Four touchdowns. Absolutely monster game. That was unbelievable. And, and not to mention four runs for 27 yards, an average of 6.8 yards per carry. Um, ah, point one short. Boo, boo. Make that yeah. Michael did everything in on on the the past Saturday, and he was absolutely in, incredible. I was so excited to finally watch this guy play. He's got a wonky throw. I will say that for the lefty. The lefties always have those wonky throws. 
lefties, but, everything looks a little bit weirder. You got to keep in mind, he's recovering from shoulder surgery as well. Yeah, no, I, I will not forget that. But my God, you're absolutely right. I think Michael Penninch Jr. for Heisman watch, I think it should be it. Because, you know, this is something that uh, I don't think we talked about. But Penix has four incredible wide receivers and two guys who are both a running back and a and a wide receiver. He's got yes. McMillan and Dunza, Davis, Polk, Nixon, and Davis. He's got so many weapons out there. Sorry. So many I weapons out there. And he, he utilized every single one of those weapons. Yes. And it was incredible to watch. It was incredible. I can oh my god, I'm I'm getting a husky boner just thinking about going to Husky Stadium. I, I'm sorry. I'm. Oh uh, no! I you're nothing that you're saying is wrong, but I want and, I, I I want to like just credit where credit is due because this is the best Husky offense I have ever seen, and I don't mean that just from a talent standpoint, just from who's on the field, but Kalen DeBoer and Ryan Grubb deserve all the credit in the world. Yes, they do. And, you know, <laughs> um, real quickly, my dad posted another comment. <laughs> Be careful on the left. <laughs> hey, there's uh, always yeah, the my, one of them is Steve Young. Because, you know, well, name my, another good quarterback that's nothing, a good lefty quarterback that's not Mark Burnell. I think it's funny. My dad, he, so he's a golfer. I golf right-handed. I, I think most people will golf right-handed. Yep. My dad writes left-handed, though. I think he that's the funniest thing. Left-handed? He writes left-handed. Okay, that's he that's totally left-handed, fine. but he golfs right-handed. I think that's hilarious. Um, oh, I, I played with a bunch of dudes who batted left through right. But I I was, I'm one of those. I'm one of those guys. I, I threw. I threw right-handed and bat left-handed. So I, I was always coming. I I did give the switch hitter thing a try. I actually oh, did once tough. give the switch. It was difficult. Yeah. Actually, funny that I just mentioned that. So. It was the summer of 2019 that I was playing on Summer Bowl. And there was a game that I was in, and I decided to screw with the pitcher a little bit. I started the at-bat on the left-hand side. Next pitch, I went to the right side. Next pitch, I went to the left. Oh, you like that? <laughs> that, uh, and, see, that, that some, some kid in Japan was doing that in one of his high school games earlier this year. Yeah, and I remember exactly what he did to me. He, I think it was intentional, by the way. Um, finally, I get to a 3-2 count. I think I'm on the left-hand... Yeah, I'm on the left-hand side. And he threw a ball right in the dirt, and it hit my my right uh, ankle, like the, the bone. Ow. And, yeah, I I want to say he did it. I want to say he did it on purpose. <laughs> as, a, as a former pitcher, if it's 3-2, probably not so much, but I definitely see um, why you would think that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did stay in the game for a little bit, but then I had to, you know, exit out. I had to get carried off the field. I couldn't even walk. <laughs> oh, that happened. But, I took a line drive off the calf while I was pitching in college. That was. Uh, I tried to. I tried to keep playing, and they were like, "No, you're you're not staying in this game." Man. Yeah, that uh, that will always sting. That is gonna. That was sting. awful. All right, so uh, let's go ahead and look this up. So let me go ahead and. Make sure I got this. So, where are we at? Here we go. Let me make sure I got it. So, the odds that the Huskies have for Portland State, uh, the spread is at plus 33 for Portland State, and the over is 54. The under is 54 as well. So, um, I don't think I don't think I'd that actually. that over. I no, I'm definitely I'm going with the over on that one. I'm sorry, I I'm not going with the under on this one. I don't think there is any doubt in my mind that the Huskies tomorrow will absolutely crush, will absolutely crush Portland State. I'm actually going to see this as a game where we score between 50 and 60 points. I was going to say, they might hit that over number themselves. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Um, I let me, let me look this up real quick. I think I might be right in this one. 
So UW football and Portland State. I don't think they've played each other that often. It's been a while. It has been a while. So let me see if I can look up the history. I just got to say, this dog is being so incredibly needy today. He is just resting right on my lap. <laughs> uh, it's always awesome to have that type of dog. He loves that it's Friday. He loves that I'm home. He's so. There you go. Okay, so I cannot find it real. I cannot find it, but I don't think uh, UW's ever lost to Portland State. I don't. Th- I don't credit me on that one. I. I'm actually assuming on this one because I don't think there's any chance that UW has ever lost to a non-Division One school like Portland State. Uh, they did last year. They nearly well. They could, they could have lost last year definitely if they would have well, played they, Portland they, State. They did. They lost to Montana. That's Montana. That's not Portland State though. Yeah, it's <laughs> still no, not good. No, it, it really is not good. Um, but no, I'm expecting uh, by the end of the first Washington's half. Washington's 2-0 that... all time against Portland State. Oh, 2-0 against Portland State? Okay, so that, all right. So I was right on that one. And I think it's been 2012 since the last time we played them? No, 2017. 2012 was the first matchup. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. So five years. All right. Um, I think after the first half, Michael Penix Jr. is done. I, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I think by the first half, by the end of the first half, I want to say the Huskies will be up by 40. Because I I, I don't know. I, can, I just... You know me. I I, 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 I'm not allowed to predict. I'm, I'm not allowed because it won't, no matter what I say, it will not happen. I'm, I'm not allowed to say anything. Well, you're allowed to make bold predictions. I, and I've got one. All right. What is the bold prediction for this game? My bold prediction is that there are going to be 200-yard receivers for UW in this game. Oh, and a hundred yard rusher. I like that. I actually really like that prediction. I think that one might happen. I thought my last one was going to happen too. And then they're like, nah. Think- <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So let's look up college football betting lines. So I'm going to make sure, I'm going to make sure I get this one. Uh, let's see. 33. Was it at 33? Okay. Yeah. yeah, it is. It is at 33. So yeah. So so Huskies are favored by 33. I think they're going to smash that. I think they're going to smash the over-under as, as well. I'm going to go... If if I'm going to bet, I'm betting the over. Life is short. I, 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 the over. I'm going to bet the over. I will as bet the should. over hands down because, you know, whether the Huskies get it themselves or Portland State helps, it doesn't matter. This thing is... We, we will see at least 60 points in this game. In my opinion, I believe we will see 60 points in this I game. I can see that. Um, I say we give them a mercy touchdown. <laughs> they will score. They they will. I, I, they, will. They, they will score. They will. They'll definitely score. But I'm not going to lie. It is going to be so much fun. And I've, I've been to Husky Stadium once in my life, and it was for a Seahawks game. I got to watch Peyton Manning and the Colts absolutely smash the Seattle Seahawks. Um... So it is going to be exciting. So I told you that uh, two months ago I went to a Kenny Chesney concert. Of course, uh, one of the best one of the best things that has ever happened to me was that concert. So I got to. By enjoy the way, it. shout out to that guy who didn't know who Kendrick Lamar was when I posted from that concert a couple weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but. Uh, so yeah, so I was uh, I was thrilled when I went to the Kenny Chesney concert because I got to be part of No Shoes Nation for the first time in my life. Got to have so much fun, and now I get to actually go to a an actual Huskies game and be part of and be part of the Purple Rain. Where this past year I also went to the first two Husky basketball games of my life. So I'm, you know, I'm really excited because I'm I'm definitely going to be getting out to a couple of these games this year. I know for certain I will be out in Pullman for that Apple Cup. I'm, uh, me and my buddy, we're, we're talking right now, and we are, so we're deciding whether or not we stay overnight or we go there on the Saturday and come back on Saturday. I believe the game's on Friday, so I double-checked that. Oh, um, is it on Friday? It usually is. Oh, okay, that, that actually makes better sense. 
that actually makes it a lot better because then we can actually drink on Friday. For, we can drink. We can drink to a winner. We can go out to a bar with our husky stuff, and we can just. There you go. <laughs> we won the alcohol back. <laughs> Funnily enough, um, yesterday I was uh, making deliveries with my Amazon route, and I made a delivery to a Coog fan. And I asked him. I said, "Why can't you guys just stay on your side of Washington?" <laughs> He's like, oh, we make it better. And I'm like, no, you don't. You don't. Can't say that. That's, that's, that's true. But he did say that he believes that they are not going to win the Apple Cup this year. I, I, I respect the uh, the realism. I, no, I, I can actually. Here's the thing. You know, normally after the first game, I would... I would say, you know, hey, I need about, I would need about five games to look at both Wazoo and UW to make a determinate, to make an actual determinate uh, guess on who would win the Apple Cup. Oh, sure. Last year, last year, it took one freaking game. <laughs> it took one game. <laughs> yep. And everyone was like, yeah, we, we know what's going to happen here. <laughs> it took one bloody game. And I was just like, yep, that is absolutely true. Oh, and there's my dad on YouTube, Purple Rules. <laughs> but he gets no. it. Yeah, he does get it. He does get it. Un- unfortunately, he's a, he's more of a Boston fan, so you'd like him. Hey, shout out to your dad. I, I love this guy. <laughs> he's a Red Sox fan. He's a Patriots fan. I... He, he is a goddamn Boston Bruins fan. I am ashamed to admit that. I love this. I love where this I'm is I'm ashamed to admit that I have a family member who cheers for the Boston Bruins. You let me on this podcast every week, so. That's only because I tolerate you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to log off now, then. No, 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 no. No, you're not. No, you're not. You, you, can't, you can't do that. But, uh, no, but... But also, one thing that annoys the hell out of me about my dad, and and he, even he will admit it, he has a huge, gigantic man crush on Bryce Harper. I don't know why. I respect that. I got a friend who's a big Phillies fan. I respect that. And, and, um... <laughs> That's great. You, can say, you know what? I'm not going to lie. I do tolerate him, too. <laughs> He's just like he's on the East Coast and not on the West Coast. <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, it, it's it's so funny when I when I do have a family member who does cheer mostly for Boston because it's so weird. It's so weird. Oh, it's not. It's great. <laughs> right. You're trying to get fired, aren't you? <laughs> Maybe. Your, your yeah, dad yeah. wouldn't approve of that. I'll say that much. I uh, know. I don't think he would. I think he would say that I would made a made would have made a big mistake. <laughs> I would agree with him. But uh, so before we get done with this with this little segment, because K Hart's coming on here in a couple minutes, but I wanted to actually talk to you about this because this actually popped up earlier. It was a conversation that I was having with someone on Twitter because. I, I was noticing that a lot of people wear low top Jordan ones. I saw this, and I wa- I was I was going to bring this up to you. No, as well. I was I was going to discuss this with you, and I wanted to discuss it with Khar because I feel like this needs to be discussed. I feel like, in my opinion, certain sneakers look good on a low top. You're right. But when it comes to when it comes to Jordan ones. You need to go high top. I will say this. So I, I just, agree. I just bought these, and I'm so glad I finally got them in. The Jordan One Sonics. Oh, those are great. And I'm not gonna lie. I, well, I'm not gonna wear them tomorrow. That's for damn sure. Okay. Oh, I'm, I'm not, absolutely wearing those. I am not. I am not risking those ones tomorrow. Uh, one of my other favorite pair of Jordan ones that I have. Um, I call them the Jokers, but they're uh, the Hulks. The the Jordan One Hulks. See, because well, these are mids. You're you're showing us mids, like oh, those are mids. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so, those are mids. So, so I would go mids. I would go mids all the time with um with Jordan ones. Oh, highs are where it's at. Yeah, I've, I've got like <laughs> ten pairs of highs. I have the best. You know, mids and highs. I feel like that's exactly when you're when you wear a pair of Jordan ones. You always have to go either mid or. What is he doing? <laughs> He's just leaning his head back 
and it's like, please touch me. You are not touching me. Mwah. I love you. This, oh my this is God. this is my entire day. Like everyone, everyone watching right now is doing nothing but getting a look at what my entire day is like. If I'm sitting out there, I just downloaded 2K and I want to go play it. But if I sit down on my my gaming chair, he's gonna sit at my feet and just go, <clears throat> and I'll just say what, and he will just keep doing that until I start touching him. <laughs> this this is my okay. life. When you said what like that, it reminded me of a of the Blue Comedy Tour. Uh, you remember that movie? No. Okay, so it was a bunch of a bunch of comedians from the West: Larry the Cable Guy, Jeff Foxworthy, Ron Fox, and Bill Ingvall. And they were doing the "You Might Be a Redneck If," and <laughs> Bill Ingvall says, "I got one better than you." And he's like, "What?" He's like, "If you've ever opened a beer during a eulogy, you might be a redneck." <laughs> And Jeff goes to him and he's like, he's like, I'm just guessing one of your relatives. He's like, my Uncle Jack. <laughs> he's saying, Jeff, I swear to you, we weren't even outside. We were in the church. And the Reverend had just finished the eulogy and we heard. <laughs> and we look in the bag and he's sitting there with a beer and he goes, what? <laughs> I could go on and on about old comedians. That's like that. fantastic. I, I, I will say this. I actually saw Bill Ingvall's special a couple, like, he had a special a couple years ago. Oh, my God. I almost, I almost pissed myself laughing. It was so funny. Um, I think it's available on Prime. I, I, I would recommend I'll check that out. I, um, so, I want to jump back to your original point. Because okay. I was thinking about this, and I was thinking about what I wanted to say when I saw your tweet. Mm-hmm. Because one of the biggest reasons that I think people are starting to choose Lowe's is because they're affordable and easy to get their hands on. That's why you don't see highs very much is because even when like even when it's like a, a drop that nobody likes on sneakers, everyone is just buying them up instantly because people think that they're going to like them. People think that that they're going to be the ones that hit. That oh, there's going to be like, you know, 3-400 bucks in the resale market and those ones people are going to buy. No. And when you go into a when you go into a Foot Locker, what do you see? You see lows and you see mids. Yeah. So, so that's why you see way more of those. And like, obviously we can look at like the, all the Travis one lows that have come out recently, but it's because he's already done the highs. He's got to do the lows and he just, he's diversifying a little bit. And I, I kind of like that. I don't like his, uh, cactus plant market ones that are coming up that those are basically ones like are ugly as hell. Those are like the scariest thing they've ever seen. Did you see uh, the, the Air Force ones, those green ones today? Like, are, are you talking about like the off lights? No, well, they're they're supposed to be off whites, but they're they're completely green. Yeah, those are sick. I love off whites. Really? Yeah, man. Any oh, any off white shoe I'm in, outside of like the weird racers with like the, the spike bottoms, those are weird. Oh, I see, I see. Now I will say this: so if you're gonna do Jordan 11s, you have to go mid. The, well, there's the, only yeah, there's only high and low for for 11s. Yeah, I mean, I don't. You know, I can see lows with maybe the gold ones. I think that's it. But I just, I can't see myself, I cannot see myself getting a pair of Jordan 11 lows. Uh, Jordan 11s are probably the most comfortable shoe I've ever worn, so I definitely get that. Like, I have a, I have a pair of breads, and they're, oh, they're so great. Lucky bastard. Oh, I got them from retail the, the at Concord. South Center. They're great. I need to get the Concords. I, I'd like a pair of Concords. I, I personally like a pair of Gammas or Space Jams. Um, so the, 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 what was it? So I actually have it right here on go on the GoDown, which that's where I actually, um, <laughs> my dad said, you missed my birthday, size 12 wide Jordan golf shoes. <laughs> <laughs> those are nice. I'd like a pair of those too. You know, I actually have a pair of them. I've got a pair a of Jordan 11 golf shoe too. Yeah, but do you, have you seen the prices on those? Yeah. Oh my God, I, I I would have to I would have to work for a whole month just to actually pay them off. You're talking to a guy who's trying to budget for a pair of UNC off white ones. Mm-hmm. I'm also gonna be so, trading in like four pairs of shoes for that, so you know we'll see how that works out. So um, I've got them right here. So the there's several pair of Jordans that I want right now. Um, one is the Jordan 5 Grapes. I, need, I, I definitely need... Those are nice. 
those ones are an instant classic. It's because of Will Smith that they made him popular. The other pair of ones that I need are the Jordan uh, 10 Seattle's. Oh yeah, I got a, I got a friend who used to have a pair of those and he'd actually play basketball in them. Those are really nice. Oh no, he played basketball. Oh yeah, well see, he only played in tens because those were just like what felt like best to him. And this was before like the, the, the whole craze took off. So it's a very, very different kind of sneaker market. So for Jordan 11s, I'm going with either the Space Jams or the Concords. Those are both great. Can't mm-hmm. go wrong with either of those. No, you really can't. Um, for the Sevens, though, for the Jordan Sevens, there's two just because of the color color combination that I would love: the Olympic or or, or the Olympic the, the the regular Olympic and the Olympic ninety two or the retro Orions. I see. I'm not a big fan of the Sevens as a whole. For me, I just don't like the design of the shoe. I do like mm. those colors. But for yeah. me, if I'm going Jordans, I got to go with ones. I kind of like threes. I love fours. And then fives. I wouldn't mind a pair of sixes. And then elevens are, are basically what I'm I'm here for. I'll take it. I, I would definitely take it. Um, oh, 14s other... too. 14s are slept on. Oh, you know, I can't disagree with that one. I mean, I really can't disagree with those on that one. Um, so the other, the one pair of Jordan ones that I've been trying to get, and I see them right here on GoDap. I think I'll original. I think I'll get them here soon. Are the Mystic Greens? Oh, I like those. The Mystic Greens. Those those ones are sick. And uh, look who we got here. We got our knight in shining head. We got K Hart on here. What's going on, bro? Not much. You know, just don't know what to do no more. <laughs> don't know what to do i'll tell you why so as you can see i'm live from hell's kitchen california where it is currently on fire it's currently somewhere in the 90s and it's raining i don't know what to do hey, where are california are you from riverside i'm from los angeles but i live in riverside right now i'm, I'm from sherman oak so I, I, okay. I, I know exactly what you're talking about yeah, yeah. i don't know what to do it's terrible you know what i don't my parents I, are calling I, me say it's 107 Right. I have no answer for you, man. I, I'm just feeling bad for you right now. Right. But so. we're we're currently in a conversation about sneakers right now that I okay. that I really wanted to talk to you about. So um before Roman gets out of here, so we were talking about this because there was a conversation early on Twitter that we got into with people about the Jordan One lows compared to the mids. Now I need to ask you a question. If 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 you get a pair of Jordan ones, do you go mids or do you go lows? Um, I go mids. Thank you. I go mids. Thank you very freaking much. Uh, actually, I mean I got them in the closet, but yeah, I go mids I'm, all the time. I'm a snob, and I'd always choose high if possible. But yeah, high is too much for me. It's too much. Yeah, I mean, oh, I need the so, I need the ankle support. So well, I mean, you get the ankle support, but you get the ankle support with mids. Oh, I've, I've snapped my ankles in too many pairs of mid shoes. I wear Kyrie's when I play basketball, and those barely do the trick for me. Okay. So real quickly, Khart, I think you'll like this. So these just came in the mail for me the other day, but I got the uh, Jordan Wall Sonics right here, baby. Yeah, I'm gonna buy those real soon. Oh, dude, I would, I would definitely do. And speaking of Sonics, yeah, it has been, it has been confirmed. That the exhibition here in Seattle for the NBA and the exhibition games in Vegas, the NBA will announce expansion to Seattle and Las Vegas. Is it really an expansion if they've already been there? No. Exactly. I don't think so. It's not an expansion. You've already been there. It's making Vegas an expansion. Vegas is an expansion. Yeah. You're just, ba- but with Seattle, though, you're giving a team back to Seattle that deserves it. Right. But, um, Rowan, dude, I'm going to see you tomorrow, my yes, boy. Yes, you will. And uh, see if you can get me on the sideline. I can't do that. Okay, whatever. <laughs> see? He can't, I'll he give you the people to talk to. You call them. I, 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 I you know, I, I would give you he my media pass, but can't we don't pull look the down like. He can't pull the strings. He's not high up. Wow, that's what you do? You're going to pull rank on him like that? <laughs> that's how you feel? 
I'm pretty, I, I'm pretty I, I like my spot on the sideline. I don't want my pass to get revoked. No offense, but no, okay. I, I don't want you, I don't want your pass to get revoked. But I'm being honest with you, K Hart. If you knew that I worked in a sneaker shop and I got forty percent off, would you not be using that to your advantage? You want to you want to do it before the store opens, probably. But yeah, because I used to work at Nike, so I know how I know how we get down. Yeah, uh, definitely. So, yeah. All right, Roman. I'll see you tomorrow, my see man. Tomorrow. And uh, go dogs, brother. Dogs. There we go. That is it for the Husky segment. But uh, K-Hart, dude, welcome back to Seattle Sports Saturday. We're back. We're talking more hockey. Yes. But I think we also need to kind of let you know, I want to continue this kind of conversation with sneakers. Okay. Because, you know, I, I found it so ironic that um, that here earlier today, we that, that I got into a conversation with sneakers. Normally, I stay out of the sneakerhead community but it's just i'm seeing so many lows for jordan one just i i don't understand it but i do understand it at the same time but no there's a reason for it but you know this is this is just me like i love i love these i love sneakers like this where they're mids and again like you said they have the ankle support yeah and of course i'm that guy who will go out and actually wear a bright ass pair of white sneakers i actually have the guts to do that i mean that's dangerous that is dangerous um, really if i'm gonna go lows if i'm going lows you know the only time i actually go lows is you know if i if i get a pair of running shoes like that right or if i'm, get, or if I'm just getting a pair of vans like i don't i don't think i've ever actually bought a high top pair of vans or mid vans no i, I no i haven't either i no i can't say that i have no. Um, now, I found this was funny, but with Jordan 11s, I can definitely see the lows. I, I can definitely see the lows, but I, it needs to be a certain design. Right. For me, I think it's the golds, like the Jordan Jordan 11 with the gold ones. Right. And well, well, so what I was going to say was like the reason for the lows is to kind of curb the competition because they already don't make a whole lot as it is. So what they do is they say, Somebody gonna they say I know the boardroom is saying somebody's gonna buy the lows no matter what <laughs> somebody's gonna buy them and that's what ends up happening most yeah. of the time so and mostly they buy them just for the resale value exactly um, but you know if I'm buying a pair of Jordan Elevens I'm always gonna go mid I'm gonna go high tops because I, that's just I don't know that's just the way that's just the way of life really like, right. I feel like that's just the way of life really. <laughs> Right. <laughs> but getting on to our topic at hand, uh, we are now just a couple weeks away from the start of another NHL season. And it's, you know, it's so enticing to talk about this because with the Kraken making the moves that they did earlier in this past year, you look at the you look at the Seattle Kraken and it's just unbelievable of what their playoff odds really are because you know look last year when the when the team got assembled we all knew that team was really not destined to win right that team was that, that team was destined to fail but you know I think it was I think it was funny I think it was so hilarious because us as Kraken fans. You know, you know me. I'm a Ducks fan. I grew up a Ducks fan, but I am still. I'm gonna go to the Kraken because I am a Seattle fan. But you know, to have the fans enjoy watching this first season of the Kraken, even though that we kept losing, yeah. that tells you a lot. That tells you a lot about the fan base. They already knew that they were that that we were gonna lose, but they still enjoyed the ride. But this year. This year, I feel like the fans are going to go on a ride that they're never going to forget. Well, so I think one of the things that you have to remember is this is the first pro team in there. I mean, you guys already have teams, you know, in the WHL and all that. Like, that's great. That's cool. But they're not NHL. Like, there's the worlds apart, you know, mm -hmm. galaxies apart, even. So that's a special feeling. And You'll always remember the first season, even if it is a bad one. You'll always remember it. You'll always remember where you were, 
you'll always remember what seat you're in you know that kind of stuff so and and that kind of thing you can't happen a second time so no i mean and and, and you know of course right now this the crack and i want to say have the two most incredible young players out there you know not not saying that the ducks don't they have perhaps the, the face of the league right now in trevor's degrees <laughs> you know I mean, well, no, I'm not. I am not going to come on this podcast and say that. Oh, the Kraken have the two best players in the NHL. I'm not going to go ahead and say that. I'm not going to be that type of homer. Okay. But I will admit that the Anaheim Ducks do have perhaps the face of the NHL and Trevor Zegers because it's be. Look, we can say Connor McDavid and Austin Matthews are the two best players right now in the entire league of the NHL, maybe. Right. But they're not the face of the league. Right. But with Trevor Zegras, he's definitely the face of it. For, I mean, for God's sakes, he's on the cover of the next video game. He's on, yeah. So, I mean, you know, Austin Matthews, he got on, what was he, on the cover last year? He was on the cover last year, and, and then he was, was on the cover, cover last year. Tommy David's never been on a cover. Say what? Tommy David's, David's on the cover in 18. Oh, he was on 18. Okay, yeah. so he was on 18. Okay. But it's just totally different with Trevor Zegras right now because he did things last year that just no player did i mean for god's sake he flipped up a pass and it got shot in for crying out loud nobody does that right and those y'all saying pavel datsuk did it yes he did it but they didn't score on it that's what makes it special mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying but yeah I mean, that's that's what people don't understand is that he didn't score on it trevor zegris's pass it got scored on yeah he's one um, for one so <laughs> By the way, I, I wanted to bring this up to you because I thought this was hilarious. So I got an email from a, a fan who watches BS commentaries. And by the way, the second episode of our Red versus Blue is already up on Apple and Spotify and Google right now. So that's cool. Yes, it is. But it's so like an email for someone and they said, what if you guys were to watch the Elvis movie? Elvis movie and then watch three separate movies that Elvis actually acted in. No, thank you. <laughs> you can find somebody else. No, thank you. I'm not. You don't want to watch those old movies? I'm not interested in Elvis. No, thank you. <laughs> I'm not interested. I don't know. I kind of want to pick one Elvis movie just to just just to actually like watch it because I've never seen any of his movies. I didn't even know Elvis acted. That's news to me. I was yeah, today years yeah, old. Yeah, he, he had a. Let me let me make sure I have this right. I think he had eleven movies. Eleven? Wow. I think he. Yeah, I think he uh, starred in eleven movies. Let me make sure. Go to the filmography. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay, never mind. He made a bunch of ones. He made a bunch of them. Uh, the one movie that i would like to watch is blue hawaii because i heard that i heard it's like a romantic comedy so i'm so i'm actually interested in that one but you know what to to, to whoever sent that email in that one and <laughs> i'm just I'm, I, dude my dad is cracking is... me up my dad is my dad is just cracking me up with these comments <laughs> <laughs> all right well i mean <laughs> You know, I've actually, seen, I've actually just, seen I've seen clips of some of these movies, and he's not wrong. The girls are hot in the movies. Um, but again, you know, to to whoever sent us that email, how about we do just one Elvis movie? We'll do one Elvis movie. We won't do because I have actually seen the Elvis movie. Not worth it. Not worth it. But I will say this about the guy who did play Elvis: I think he needs to get the Oscar for God's sake. He did a great job. But it's the <laughs> The Elvis movie itself was just—I want to say it gets a six. I want to say it gets a five point nine for me. Well, I—I I know it just kind of came and went, so it did. But it, it and it and it kept and it kept it, it kind of dragged along, really? kind of dragged along. Okay. But if I'm watching any auto autobiographer or any biographical musical film, like if we were to watch an actual biographical film, it would either have to be. Biggie Smalls' movie, Tupac's movie, or Bohemian Rhapsody. That's just me. <laughs> okay. But actually, I think we would need to mute the whole movie because all probably, of the, all, probably. because because the whole movies have their music on there, and we would get sued. We yeah. would definitely get copyrighted. But right, getting back to hockey. Uh -huh. 
um, getting back to the Kraken, so this is what I wanted to say. So the Kraken do have two of the most exciting young players right. in the NHL right now, Matty Veneers and Shane Wright. And as we all know, you know, Veneers last year, he was he was at Michigan for a little bit. He was trying to win a national title, didn't didn't happen. Comes to Seattle, scores 10 points in 10 games, and gave us, you know, a flash of the future. But all of a sudden, now you have Shane Wright. But we've heard from John Forslund a bunch of times. Just because they're, they're, they go into the first round or they're a top 10 pick does not mean a thing. Right. They need to prove it out there on the ice. But it's still exciting to see that the Kraken, from year one, make a big old frog leap into year two. And year two looks like a year that they are set to make a good push getting into the playoffs for the first time ever you're not wrong you're definitely not wrong um i would still say you know should they make the playoffs to just you know kind of temper your expectations because that's still a core that doesn't have playoff chemistry they have regular there's they have regular season chemistry but not playoff chemistry so like just temper you know your expectations a little bit no 100 percent i mean if the Kraken were to get into the playoffs, I'm just going to go like this. I'm just going to be like, okay, let's just enjoy this playoff ride. Whoa. Exactly. <laughs> what it, exactly. Take it for what it is. Man. That's a, yeah. I mean, if we were to face the Oilers in the first round, it, hypothetically speaking, I'd just be like, oh, okay, we're going to move on to the next round. We're in there, yeah. We're and in Maple there. Leafs. Maple Leafs. I mean, hey. <laughs> We can we can keep making the jokes all we want about the Maple Leafs and the and the Oilers. It's it's too easy. It's too easy. But, yeah. You know, uh, getting on to the Anaheim Ducks though, the Anaheim Ducks are, are a very tricky team because I don't know. I I have no idea what to expect from this from this Anaheim Ducks team this year because they didn't really make a splash in the free agency market. John. John Klingberg wasn't it a splash to you, really? I I don't know. I mean, I I want to say it was, but it just I, I I say that they didn't make a big splash because I again I don't know what to expect from this Ducks team this year. Nobody I don't does. know what to expect from this Ducks team this year because last year they so they showed signs that they can make a push for the playoffs. But in the end, you know, it, they, the injuries and the, and the COVID, it caught up to them. But I don't know. You put a healthy Ducks team out there, I say you can be just like the Kraken. You can get with the, you can get to the playoffs or miss it by three points. Right. Right. I I don't know, man. We, the, you know, there's still the regular season start and then it's the trade deadline. I don't know, man. It's... It's kind of hard to say. I just tank. I don't know, dude. I I think uh, you don't. This team doesn't look like a team that's about to tank. I just I disagree with what a lot of people are wanting. Saying that the Ducks are going to tank. Yeah. Oh no, not you. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just it's it's hard to to pinpoint where the Ducks are on this one. Um, the reason why I say that is because. Yes, they did make a splash with that signing. I, I will say that. They did make a splash with that signing. But it's just, you have Zegris, you have Gibson. I mean, not a lot of people know about the other guys on the team. But it's just, it's so difficult to see where this Ducks team can be in the regular season. I Well, I think we should take a step back and just applaud that we have a GM who has made moves. You know no, what I mean? This is... I mean, this is this is a first. Like I don't know, I don't know how to feel right now because like we're just not used to this kind of stuff. We're just not used to getting an actual decent player. So, no, I mean it's <laughs> it's been a long time since the Ducks actually got someone in the, right. in, the in the free agent market. So you're absolutely right. You know, right. it. But it's just it's so weird to to see where the Kraken are right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I'm if I was to say that the Kraken and the Ducks were to face off in a seven-game playoff series, I want to say I kind of want to give the Kraken just a slight edge. But 
I want to say that the Ducks could probably take it in seven. Yeah, the, the curse is over, baby. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you see our body, it's over. We don't lose in seven no more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do that no more. No. But um, I don't know, man. It's it's so hard. It's so hard. And especially with no hockey news here for the last couple of weeks, it's so hard to even... Uh, well, I mean, I, there's a little bit of hockey news, but it's not on ice. It's more off ice stuff. Yeah, it's, it's more off so, ice stuff. But I mean, it's yeah. just... I don't know, man. I mean, I don't think we're going to have a lot to talk about hockey-wise uh, here for the next couple of weeks. But until something does happen, you know, we're going to keep doing this. But... Um, for everybody out there who does wonder, you know, you know, if we don't have a hockey segment next week, you know, you still get to hear me and K-Hart uh, every Wednesday uh, do movie reactions and commentaries. You know, we're doing yeah. doing Red versus Blue for for what? Um, the rest of the year, basically. Yeah, the rest of the rest of the year. year. So if I'm looking at the schedule right now, I'm looking at the schedule. So we got two done, three, four, five. Let's see. There's seven. Oh wow! I mean, we're not even—we will not get done. Yeah, we're doing it until the end of the year. Damn, wow. Yeah, that is—that's—that's that's kind of amazing to actually think about that we're mm -hmm. doing one whole series. Yes. For the rest of the year. Yeah. And then uh, who actually, who had the last selection of movies, by the way? I think it was me. Because I did a. Uh... I think the last oh, one yeah, I you did, did was my car. Hold on a I got it right here on Spotify. So I think you did Dude, Where's My Car? Yeah. So let's see. So I think yeah, the next you one's did, on you. You did Dude, Where's My Car? So I get the, so I get the pick in uh, 2023 because... <laughs> Holy shit. You just asked. That's nuts. Yeah, the next pick is in 2023. <laughs> you know what? I kind of want to reveal nuts. it right now. I want to reveal it right well. now. Because... Mm -hmm. I had this movie idea in my head for weeks and weeks, and I'm ready to reveal it to you. I was actually going to reveal it next week, okay. but I'm ready to reveal it right now. So the first movie that we are doing in the year 2023 uh, for BS commentaries, I want to make sure I have, my dad will love this, by the way. He's still watching this. My dad will love this choice. A 1968 movie. It's not yeah, in black and white. It's not in black and white. Okay. Not in black and white. So 1968 John Wayne movie, The Green Berets. <laughs> I've I've never seen John, John Wayne it's, movies. <laughs> I will. It, it's it's a good movie. I, so it's a, so it's a Vietnam War based movie. Um, there is action, but it, the, it's a, I don't know, you could, actually, I'm looking at it right now. It's two hours and 22 minutes. I might want to rethink my selection. Yeah, just a little bit, <laughs> especially with those last, those last couple seasons going to be two, oh, almost three yeah. hours. Maybe, maybe yeah. I should save Green Berets for later in the year. Yeah. All right. You know what? I will, I'll definitely do that. But, um, I think that is going to yep there it is there's my dad here's my dad with the comments <laughs> <laughs> we had different opinions on the best movie ever k-heart you already know yeah. the best movie that i think is <laughs> i won't i'm not saying it i'm not saying it oh i know <laughs> i know dude you just get so annoyed i know i just uh <laughs> No, I, I get it. I get it. I know. Uh, but, uh, you know, speaking of that, though, speaking of that, I think I want to get you to watch the black and white version. It's not it's not boring. I'll say that it's not boring, but it's not two and a half hours long. I'll say that a black and white movie. Yeah. Well, OK. I mean, we, I'll do anything on, once, we, I guess. We have to do, we have to do a black and white movie eventually. Yeah, I'll do anything once. Yeah, that's what she yeah. said. Okay, real quick. Okay, I'm officially done with my dad right now because are you kidding me with these two comments? 
What do you mean by what do you mean by that first statement? What do you mean by that? If he's saying what I think he's saying, what do you mean by that? Wow. That's very foot clan of you. What do you mean by that? I was gonna say the same damn thing. Yeah. Wow, my own dad. I'm ashamed. I, I I'm sorry. I'm sorry, KR, that you had to see that. Yeah, what do you mean by that? It's awfully suspicious. <laughs> but um K Hart, I think it is time that we end this podcast today. It's a very short podcast. By the way, for everybody wondering for Seahawks and Mariners talk, it's gonna be next week. And we're also going to be coming back with Sounders Talk next week, of course. But uh, I decided just to do a very short podcast today just because there is a big Mariners game on tonight. I didn't want it to go too far. So I, that way I can actually get ready for it. But K-Hart, you know what? I'm going to see. I'm gonna talk to you next Wednesday, man, because we got more Red versus Blue to do. We got what? Um, we've got... 13 more weeks of this stuff to do. Yes. yes we <laughs> but um, if there is any hockey news, both me and K-Hart will also be back here on Friday to break it, talk about it, and analyze it. But K-Hart, as always, man, love you to death, and I cannot wait to chat with you next Wednesday, brother. Yes, sir. Look forward to it. Later, brother. Y'all be good. And that is going to do it for this episode of BS Commentaries. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe on all of our videos that we post. Be sure to also please do subscribe to the BS Commentaries uh, Movie Reaction and Commentary channel. And also be sure to follow it on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Good. Have a good morning, noon, or night, wherever you guys are watching. And we will talk to you later.